and welcome to Emma's ESL English. So today is our final day of the interview series. This one, I really want to focus more on the cultural aspects that are different when you're interviewing for an English company or if you're moving to a different country, anything like that. Of course, these cultural differences do vary depending on which country you're going to or which country the company is from or perhaps which country your boss is going to be from. If you're interviewing for Australia, New Zealand or South Africa, then I would do a little more research. But also remember there are other countries like Singapore and Hong Kong that are going to have really different cultures and expectations as well. So if you're interviewing in those countries or for companies from those countries, then I would suggest you do do a little bit more localized research. But I think for most places, what I'm going to talk about would still apply. So key things to remember appropriate attire. Dress code can vary dramatically by industry and corporate company culture, but it's generally advisable to dress conservatively and professionally. So for men, that would be a business suit with formal trousers and usually a shirt and tie. And for women, again, a business suit would work, perhaps a conservative dress, smart trousers with a blouse. They're all good choices. I would suggest you avoid flashy or overly casual attire unless it aligns with the company culture. So in general, no jeans for interviews, for example. As well, remember that for most Western interviews, you will be the only interviewee in the room. We don't tend to have the group interviews that are so common in places like Korea and China. So you will be the sole focus of the interview panel you will be compared, of course, to other interviewees, but you won't be in the same room as them. If you're in jeans and everybody else is in a suit and tie, then you will definitely stick out. But as I mentioned, this really does depend on company culture, which hopefully you will have researched. If this company is known for being casual and you turn up in a suit, then that reflects badly. It looks like you didn't do your homework. So while in most cases, professional business wear is the best idea for interviews, make sure you do your homework and check out the company. If you're not sure, remember it's totally okay to call HR and ask them for their suggestions. Next, timing. Punctuality is crucial. Arrive on time or a few minutes early for the interview. In some cultures, arriving slightly earlier than scheduled or right on time is considered respectful. But in others, like the UK, we really expect you to arrive at least 10 minutes before the interview. If you are late, you better have a really good excuse, which is not traffic. That's a bad excuse. <laughs> and your interview better be amazing because being late looks really bad. And it's definitely possible that if you were late, they may tell you that you've missed the interview and you can no longer do it. As we mentioned before, handshakes are a common way to greet in many cultures. Remember, we did cover this in one of the earlier episodes. So I will leave the short from that episode with how to do a good handshake in the description. We also talked about eye contact and body language. 
Eye contact is important in Western cultures. If you don't tend to use a lot of eye contact in your culture, then I would suggest this is something worth practicing because it can feel very weird. So in our culture, the problem is if you don't make frequent eye contact, then people will think that you're not trustworthy. So it is quite important. And be mindful of your body language. Avoid crossing your arms or slouching or fidgeting excessively. Fidgeting is considered quite rude in British culture. In addition, people might think that you're overly nervous or, again, even untrustworthy if you're fidgeting and moving around too much. Sitting still and upright with your hands folded in your lap is considered quite the confidence move. We have covered language and communication in previous episodes, so I would suggest you go back and watch those for more detail. Remember to speak clearly and confidently and try not to use overly complicated words or structures if you're not confident in them. Just aim to be understood. Cultural awareness is important. Research the company culture and cultural norms of the country where the interview is taking place. Understanding cultural nuances can help in showing respect and adapting appropriately during the interview process. And remember after the interview to send a thank you email or note, and that is appreciated in many cultures. Express your gratitude for the opportunity and reiterate your interest in the position. There are some additional things that it might be worth thinking about. While it is common to think of a lack of English or not being a native speaker or as fluent as a fault or limitation, in fact, it is a strength. You have more life experience than many native speakers. You have a wider cultural understanding. So don't be afraid to boast about that. Highlight your language skills. Emphasize that you can speak other languages and highlight it as a strength. Multilingualism can be an asset in many industries, showcasing adaptability and cultural awareness. And remember to show off about your cultural awareness. Use examples and experiences that highlight your cross-cultural competence. Employers value candidates that can navigate diverse communities and environments. And show how you practice cultural adaptability. Be open to discussing how you've adapted to new cultures and situations in the past. It's a valuable skill, especially if you're working in multicultural workplaces. And stay positive and confident. Having confidence in yourself and in your abilities even if English isn't your first language, is crucial. Maintain a positive attitude and focus on showcasing your skills and abilities and your experience. One of the things I've noticed with so many of my students is that they often drastically underestimate their English skills. Chances are you know more than you think you do and you're better than you think you are. So be confident and go and get that dream job. 
I will be back tomorrow with something completely different. So if you are applying for jobs, I really hope it goes well. Remember, you can find some scripts and additional vocabulary in the blog that you can use in interviews and presentations. I'll put the link for that in the description. If you want to find all of these videos again, you can go here to the Business English playlist. And remember, there's that special playlist just focusing on the skills rather than the English, and that's called the Dream Jobs playlist. You can find that here. I hope that's useful. I'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye.